Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Social distancing up in here, making all that noise. Hey, welcome to the Hushbro Black Forum. This December 5th, yeah. 2020. Yes, December already. This is uh, the final month of the season. Um, I just got through watching the Ohio State football team. They beat up on Michigan State pretty good. Yeah, uh, but the thing the thing about Ohio State, they good, but they only played four games with the pandemic and the coronavirus to cancel most of their games. Plus, they didn't start until you know uh, late. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to be able to get into that. Uh, if they're going to be able to get into that uh, championship round. Uh, they only have four teams. You got to be uh, at the end of the year. You got to be within the top four to get into the. Uh, you have a chance to win a national championship. You get into the playoffs or whatever. I don't know if I like that or not, but it is the way it is. Hey y'all, welcome, welcome once again to the Hushmore Black Forum. You got me, Hushmore, driving this train this evening. Uh, we like we are, we're going to be out here an hour this evening, yeah, because uh, we in the holiday routine. Very important two Senate runoff here in the state of Georgia, y'all. It's going to determine the balance of uh, power up there in that Senate. If Georgia get out. The Democrats get out of Georgia. They can send two Democrats. Two Democratic senators to uh, to Washington on January fifth is the the runoff date. <clears throat> we turn out like we turned out on November third, y'all. We've got a real good chance of uh, um, getting Mr. McConnell out of power. It's very important that we do that. Give President Elect and Vice President Elect Harris. Um, a chance to enact uh, some of their agenda and uh, to undo some of the horrors of the Trump administration, you know, undo some of the horrors that uh, this administration has uh, heaped upon uh, this country. And I mean, I, I, when they look at it, uh, uh, it's one big mess, y'all. Not only do we got a a global pandemic killing thousands of Americans every day, infecting thousands of more Americans every day. Uh, it's, it's 
It'll be over 300,000 Americans dead by Christmas. Uh, that's some kind of Christmas present. It's going to be over 300,000 Americans dead by Christmas. Uh, that's a tragedy. It is a tragedy. Uh, it's an American tragedy. I get chills just thinking about the devastation that this uh, pandemic has uh, brought to the country. Um, and topped it off with the, the mismanagement by the federal government, by the Trump administration. Um, we don't know uh, how many lives could have been saved if uh, the federal government had... Uh, Acted uh, like most uh, federal, like most of our government uh, uh, administrations would have uh, uh, reacted prior to this one. I think I can't even think of an administration, Republican or Democrat, in the last seventy years that would have uh, acted in such an irrational uh, response to this pandemic. Uh, this was the worst handling of a crisis that I've ever seen in my life. And I've been following politics you know, since 1952. I've never seen anything like it. It's not even close. This is the worst, worst uh, uh, worst uh, case of mismanagement from an administration that I've seen, whether it be Democrat or Republic. And uh, I, you know, I for one just uh, pray that we can hold on here. We still got some 46 days before Joe Biden take over, January 20th, some 31 days before the election uh, to see if we can uh, create some kind of working a majority up there in the Congress uh, January 5th by sending two Democratic senators up there. That'll give us 50-50 senators uh, with uh the vice president being the tiebreaker, we kind of work, get some things done, y'all. We need this country is in serious trouble. This country is in serious trouble, y'all. There's just no doubt about it. We got the pandemic, we got social unrest, we've got uh, economic uh, meltdown. We we. We got big, big problems, y'all. It's going to take a lot of serious work by a lot of serious, smart, patriotic uh, people to get us back on track, y'all. It's going to take a lot of hard work. Uh, first of all, just to get people to wear a darn face mask. Is a uh, seem to be a, a, a more than a, a notion. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, every time I go out this house, if I'm going out um, out of my yard, I, I got a mask on. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere until they get this thing vac- uh, vaccinated and get the society vaccinated. I won't have a mask on. I'm going to be wearing a mask, y'all especially out in these stores and stuff out in public where people are shouting and fussing and cussing. Uh, no, no. Uh-uh. I'm not going to be the one. And they said uh, that the mask is, uh, will protect you and protect 
others uh, from this virus? You think I'm not going to wear something as simple as a face covering just for the time that I'm out in public? And then when I got a crowd in my house, I put it on. My kids, or my kids come in my house, I put it on. You know, I keep a product, and I trust them to no end. And, uh, but, yeah, it's just common sense, y'all. It's not, you know, it's just common sense. And if we had the proper leadership in that White House when this thing started back in uh, January or February, we'd be in uh, uh, a different place than where we are now, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'd be in a different place than where we are. No doubt about it. A much better place, I I believe. So we got 31 days until the Senate runoffs, January the 5th, y'all. Y'all, Georgia, sent off for your absentee ballot. Uh, I've sent off for mine. I should be getting mine back in the mail. I might decide to go vote in person. But as the pandemic uh, 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 crank up, you know, I might just fill it out and drop it off at a Dropbox, which is an easy thing to do. I mean, it's you know, this pandemic is dangerous, y'all. If you don't feel comfortable getting out there in that crowd, don't. If you don't have any kind of, you know, the slightest illness, don't. Send off for your absentee ballot. It's legal. It's safe, despite what. Donald Trump and the Republicans are trying to convince you of, uh, they're going to send off uh, for theirs, I bet, and they'll be voting by absentee ballot in, big, in ways uh, uh, <laughs> come, uh, come this uh, January 5th, y'all. Make no mistake about it. If you don't feel like uh, uh, endangering yourself by standing out there in a line, send off for an absentee ballot and bail it in, y'all. Melanin is safe. We've had three recounts here uh, uh, messing around with Donald Trump, and all of them had uh, uh, within a few hundred, within a few votes of uh, the original count. Joe Biden still has won the state of Georgia by twelve thousand votes. Y'all, the thing is pretty safe. The thing is pretty safe. ran about 60 yards and laid a block downfield y'all on a 64-yard touchdown run. <laughs> Justin Fields, I, I sure uh, hope that uh, we uh, have a chance to get that guy. Mm. 
Not sure we'd like to have a chance to get that guy. I don't know, y'all. President Donald Trump is in the state of Georgia. Uh, As we speak, I believe, down in Valdosta. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much I'd be out there in the cold in a crowd in a crowd of infested people uh cheering on a loser. I'm just saying I well, Trump is a loser, yeah. The first one term one term president since nineteen eighty, what is it, since Jimmy Carter. And Jimmy Carter was a fair a far better president than Donald Trump ever thought about being, yeah. Jimmy Carter was a better president than Donald Trump ever thought about being. First of all, Jimmy Carter had some morals. That, uh, you know, Donald Trump is a loser. And I can't wait till January 20th roll around to get uh, to put him in the history books. Uh, Yeah, so... But we, we're not going to spend too much time on Mr. Trump. I'm looking forward to uh, President Biden and Vice President Harris uh, uh, and working, doing all I can to help them uh, with whatever I can do uh, to uh, right the ship, yeah. To right the ship. This ship of America is... is is lisping uh, real bad, y'all. It's probably taking in water. It's taking in water. We've got to, uh, it uh, behooves all Americans uh, to get with this new president and do everything uh, they can to uh, help get that water uh, out the sh- off the ship, y'all, because it's... Uh, it's slowly sinking, y'all. If we don't right this ship, this ship will sink. And uh, uh, stay prayed up. <laughs> stay prayed up, y'all. Because uh, there's so many. And on the way out the door, this administration is trying to sabotage the government. They are trying to actually sabotage the incoming administration you know, so that they uh, uh, will fail, fail. Now, you think that somebody that has the, the, uh, uh, some kind of president that has the interest of this country at heart with the action that's going on right now, with the, mili- with the Pentagon and all the other craziness uh, that he's trying to do on his way out of the office, the crazy pars that they're talking about he's uh, contemplating? I mean, it's just the gutting of uh, uh, some of our uh, institutions, uh, like like the State Department, like the FDA, like like so many other uh, departments we've got that has been gutted, uh, like the immigration policy, like racial justice, like so crazy much that this guy has done. To damage this country, y'all. Like I stand in the world, like getting out of the World Health Organization, the Rand Treaty. Uh, we're on the world is on pins and needles, y'all. Not just from this deadly virus, but that uh, is front and center because it's the most dangerous <clears throat> uh, 
<laughs> it's just crazy. It's just crazy. I, you know, I should have vaccine to be out. Probably uh, the people like uh, <clears throat> after the first line, that workers, people in nursing homes and stuff like that get vaccinated. The main uh, population still looking at, you know, March, April, May. I'm looking at uh, sometime like that. If I could stay out of the way of this virus for four or five more months, you know, I'll wait a while. I'm, I'm up there in the age range with uh, some underlying conditions. So I'm, I'm pretty high on the pecking order, but I'll wait. You know, if I could stay out of the way, I'll stay in my house. Uh, to stay out of the way of this virus, and I, you know, people that really need it can go in front of me. As long as I can see where I can get it, you know, without uh, I don't I don't need to be out in the crowd. I don't need to be anywhere without my mask on. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't need to be out anywhere uh, without my mask on, y'all. But I'll stay in the house two or three more months if that's what's if that's what. Uh, uh, it's called for. Uh, I'm retired. First of all, I'm retired. I was, I'm in a different position than a lot of folks that have to work, have to get out there and earn that, punch that clock uh, every day. I don't have to do that anymore. I'm not rich. I'm a long ways from it, but I am retired and, you know, I don't have to get out to work <clears throat> outside of my house anyway. Uh, so I I can you know wait on the vac, uh, vac the, to be vaccinated. I am going to take one though. I, in fact, I think I'm looking at uh, the Moderna is the one that I want. Uh, oh, I got a few shares of that stock too, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, got, I got a few shares of Moderna stock, y'all. I, I, I ain't no shame in my game. Yeah, um, but I think any of them, uh, you know, the first one you can get, take. I said, I, I'm kind of waiting around on Moderna. If I can finagle my way into that one, that is the one that I prefer. I will take the Pfizer. Uh, you know, when when my turn pops up, I am going to take it, though. And I'm not uh, I'm not one real too keen on vaccinations, y'all. I took a flu vaccination this year for the first time. And some over thirty years, y'all. Uh, uh-uh, because I, I I have a thing about uh, taking the vaccinations where they inject uh, uh, the virus into you to uh, create antibodies, so so that your body can create uh, uh, the antibodies to fight it off. But <clears throat> the Pfizer uh, vaccine and the Moderna vaccine, they don't they uh, manipulate the uh, uh, cells in your body to uh, f- attack the virus, the uh, COVID virus. Uh, uh, that's different. I, I kind of, I can see the science. I kind of understand the science, uh, where the science is coming from. Uh, I had biology in college. Uh, so, uh, I mean, like here recently too, like a couple of years ago, and uh, uh, when they were talking about how the human uh, genome has been decoded and all that stuff. They can do some amazing things with the uh, with the science now, in terms of uh, fighting off viruses and things. This Moderna and Pfizer is that uh, uh, 
the forefront of uh, that uh, research and uh, technology. Uh, and I, and I kind of feel comfortable with it, mainly because I kind of understand uh, uh, the process of how they are using this RNA, this messenger RNA uh, as a cell to uh, program it to attack the virus. And I kind of understand that stuff a little bit. I'm, you know, I call hell in biology now. <laughs> hey, the Hushmo. Hey, well, I retired here about, I worked in IT for like 40 years, y'all. I retired back in 2007 from working in IT for 40 years, but I decided sitting around the house doing nothing. I said, I'm going to go back to school, uh, uh, go back to college here and uh, see what I could Sister was free here in Georgia for anyone over 60. I, so I enrolled in this little small uh, college, uh, Metropolitan State College. I, I was interested in African-American studies. and Sure enough, I went down there and got an associate degree in African-American studies. Uh, just past the time, or it took me four or five years. To, you know, I was just taking a course, a quarter, a semester, whatever, one or two courses. Finally graduated, <laughs> but I had to re- take biology over and take a couple of algebra courses, y'all, and those uh, Spanish. But anyway, the biology and uh, algebra, those two things, almost killed the hush mode. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> I've been out of school. 50 years up. So I'm, I'm in college here with uh, these little 18, 19, 20 year olds. And uh, that in itself was uh, quite an experience. Yeah. But uh, I enjoyed it. I like in my late 60s. <laughs> but uh, hey, they uh, picked up a few things from me and I picked up a few things from them. So we, we had a mutual uh uh, experience, <laughs> yeah. So it was all good. I, I really enjoyed it, but uh, yeah, the biology uh, had changed so much, boy. Technologists since I had biology forty, fifty years ago. Oh boy, it has changed and uh, just moved, uh, moved ahead by uh, you know gigantic strides, and uh, it's amazing what they can do now. And some of the Technology that's coming along with them programming and manipulating the cells and stuff like that is is going to be a real game changer when it comes to cancer and uh, illnesses like that. Uh, some of this stuff has a real chance to put a dent in it. A lot of those things, a lot of the cancer type of... Uh, yeah. So... Uh, that's why I'm, I'm, I'll uh, I feel pretty comfortable about taking uh, the vaccine from Moderna or Pfizer, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, oh yeah, now America's African descent here in this country has had some real, <laughs> real, real bad uh, experiences uh, dealing with the. Uh, um, uh, being giddy giddy piece when it when it comes to uh, uh, medicine and all that type of stuff, we uh, <laughs> I remember all too well that Tuskegee experiment where they was injecting uh, black folks with uh, the syphilis um, back in the uh, 
1920s and 30s and 40s and 50s. That thing lasted down to about 50 years. So that little experiment where they was injecting blacks uh, in that little town around Tuskegee with syphilis and not treating it, wanting to see what uh, the natural uh, course outcome would be. And uh, it, uh, it, uh, did a lot of damage to black, uh, uh, black folks, uh, who got, got caught up in that, y'all. So we, we had, and that's not just, that's just one experiment that, uh, that I remember vividly, uh, is that Tuskegee thing, but, uh, there's been others. So we have a natural, uh, a uh, right to be suspicious of all new type uh, medicines like that. But, I, but, I, but that being said, I feel comfortable as much as I can uh, taking this uh, this uh, vaccine from Viza, Pfizer, and uh, Moderna now. We, by the time it get to the general population, remember millions of healthcare workers would have already taken this thing. So you're going to have a pretty good idea if it's a safe. But in three or four months, millions of healthcare workers and uh, seniors living in nursing homes and stuff would have taken this uh, would have taken this uh, vaccine. So uh, you'll have a pretty good idea by the time we get to the general public. They have a pretty good idea whether or not this thing is safe or not. Yeah. So I, you know, we'll see. Well, we'll see. I, I, I uh, like. Well, see what the three former presidents has already volunteered to take. Uh, to be vaccinated in public to kind of instill some uh, confidence, uh, to give the public some confidence that the thing is safe and not uh, nobody's being used as a guinea pig. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that guy's a heck of a player, y'all. 
I'm still monitoring the Ohio State uh, on on tape. So the game is over. Ohio State won this thing by I don't know what was it, fifty two or twelve or something crazy score. But uh, that's a heck of a team they got up to the Buckeyes. <clears throat> so yeah, a heck of a team. Yeah, twelve rushes for one hundred eight yards. Ooh, Justin, two TDs. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, better days are coming. But in the meantime, y'all stay prayed up. <laughs> hey. Uh, better days are coming, but in the meantime, my advice: stay prayed up, y'all. Uh, don't don't leave home without your prayer book. Hey, I'm serious. Uh, I am serious. It's it's not a. It's kind of funny, but it's not funny. It's kind of funny, but it's not funny, y'all. No, sir, buddy. It's a serious stuff. Serious as cancer, y'all, as they say. This is some kind of serious stuff. I got some real good bites here. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I got all all the mics in the world. Good mics. Uh, I'm just talking to myself, y'all. I'm thinking about uh, I'm getting ready to move into a new uh, new studio. I'll be setting it up in over the next couple of months. Again, it's a completely new studio, completely different building, y'all. So, ooh, pretty. That was pretty. That looked like a touchdown to me. But I don't know. Oh, well, they call it. I think I'll have a touchdown. Hmm. Wow, I thought they was going to contest that thing, but they didn't. They didn't, yeah. I uh, I got something queued up here. I got something queued up. I was gonna lay on ya from uh, a thing I did. Uh, I was uh, talking about a book that I was 
getting ready to release back in 2011. Uh, in fact, it was, I think, yeah, my book, Racism and Hate in America, Reality, uh, came out in 2013, I think it was, in 2011, I was working on, I had a different title, and I was talking about the racism that existed uh, in the country. This is 12 years ago. Uh, well, nine years ago. And uh, nine years ago. Uh, but uh, Barack Obama had been in office like a year, going on his second year in office there. And this one announcer in Atlanta was uh, giving him hell. Uh, he was uh, the Sean Hannity of the day. <laughs> Sean Hannity before Sean Hannity. Neil Bortz was his name. And uh, I I don't know what it was. He was on Barack Obama uh, in the worst way, so I decided to write him an open letter. And I'm going to key it up because it's it's dealing with racism or dealing with my book. I think the original title of my book, Racism and Hate in American Reality, I came up with the title, uh, White Racism, Black Hate in American Reality. I changed the title before I released the book. But take, take this. I'm going to key this up for you and let you listen to it for a while while I take a short pause for the call, y'all. Check this out. This is, by the way, a YouTube uh, uh, clip.
Welcome back, by the way. Welcome back to the Nice Club Platform. That was a tape I did, a YouTube tape uh, clip that I did back in 2011, so almost 10 years ago. I responded to one of the local uh, radio hosts here in Atlanta uh, who had been uh, 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 berating uh, Barack Obama, President Obama at the time. And uh, the title of my book... The book that is out now, Racism and Hate in American Reality, originally I had planned on uh, the title being uh, White Racism, Black Hate in American Reality. I changed the title when I released the book. But you can go get that book, uh, uh, Racism and Hate in American Reality is what I was talking about in that clip. That is the book that's out. It's been out, I don't know, almost 10 years now, but pick it up. And this, the same r- racial uh, uh, tension that was going on then is going on now. It's been going on, <laughs> like I said in that clip, since some 1452. Yeah, it's not a new phenomenon. It's been around since 1452, since the the, the Pope uh, Pope uh, Nicholas uh, allowed the Portuguese to uh, 
go around the west coast of Africa and start uh, dragging people out of there and enslaving them, y'all. That racism thing's been going on ever since. Still with us today, y'all. Is it still with us today? Uh, back then, in that in that clip, I said it was some twenty percent of Americans that was racist back then in two thousand eleven. Whenever that uh, tape was cut was made, but hell, now I, I, that's as close to thirty percent, maybe a slight higher, a slight uh, higher than that. But uh, now some good uh, Americans of European descent. All, all Americans of European descent are not racist, so I'd be the first to uh, admit that. Probably the majority are not. But if you got 30% that are, and they uh, outnumber us two to one, we're only a 13% minority in this country. Though. So if you got 30% uh, uh, Europeans that uh, uh, numbers into, uh, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Uh, 60 million uh, Americans, that, that, that's the problem. That's a big problem, yeah. For our community. So, uh, yeah, just got to keep uh, keep on pushing, yeah, as, as the song goes, as Curtis Mayfield said. And maybe someday. We'll, uh... Hmm. I don't know what that flag was for. I'm watching the Ohio State yell the tape of the game while I'm doing my show, so I'm multitasking. Oh, yeah, you know, I multitask now. Hey, uh, that's just about going to do it for the Hushville Black Forum this, this evening. I was normally out here an hour today. We'll be back next year at the same time, Sunday. Jason, what is that? Seven to five is what? The 12th? That's the 12th. But next Saturday, 12 o'clock, yeah. Well, next <laughs> next Saturday, the 12th of December, all that's 7 o'clock. Come on, let's get this thing right. Um, y'all be safe until then. Stay out of harm's way. Don't forget to wear your mask.
social distance. Watch out for your family members, your neighbors, and be safe until we can get this vaccine out and uh, get everybody vac- uh, vaccinated. Yeah. Y'all just uh, be safe and stay prayed up. Till next week, you got me, Hushmo. We out of here. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.